I would never bring it up. I would never want to talk about it with my loved ones, with my wife, with no one. And that caused me to, at one stage, I started feeling this immense, immense, unexplicable sadness within, almost like a very, very strong, super acute depression. And I didn't Mm. know where it was coming from. Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT podcast where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover but also reach your ultimate goals. What's up ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Real Life Tips podcast. It's the middle of the year. (laughs) Can you believe that Leon? It's the middle of the year, it's June already if you're listening to this fresh out the box but welcome back sit back relax this is episode number 64 and i'm your host mono dude you are joined by leon as usual and as you said middle of the year it's quite scary um i was gonna say my usual thing of grab a coffee grab a seat get get a cold one but i think just get a coffee you know we we, we're heading into winter i know we've got a couple of um guys listening from the u.s and so on so I guess they're saying psych, you know, they, they, they're definitely heading into the summertime now. It's yeah. freezing in, in South Africa at the moment. And I mean, we have a very nice climate usually, but I'm sitting mm. here buttoned up, closed up, <laughs> freezing, dude. But I think we yeah. need to talk about the elephant in yeah. the room. Yeah, we do. We definitely need to do that. <laughs> we we, we kind of missed a week there, Leon. What happened? Oh, what, what happened to us? Um life eh? um so it it was bound to happen i think we really have focused a lot of energy and sometimes had to sacrifice a lot of things in order to get to the recording of this podcast we are very much still doing it as a passion and a hobby on the side whilst having a very real Mm. personal and professional life and with the hopes of obviously doing this full-time maybe one day but um that unfortunately that business life just kept us very busy in the last two weeks didn't it so we haven't been able to make time for the recording um so we profusely apologize and we can't guarantee that it won't happen again because like we said this is not our full-time thing just yet so it was unfortunate it feels very out of character 64 episodes in as it is now and we've only missed one uh, week, so I don't think we need to be too hard on ourselves. But for our regulars, the guys that tune yeah. in, we do apologize. Um, it, <laughs> yeah. it 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 happened, but, but we're back. back. Exactly, uh, we're yeah. back with a brand new episode. And yeah, life has just gotten in the way, man. I mean, it it is so tough, like balancing everything all at the same time. But mm. I've been looking at the stats in the back end anyway, so it's been giving you guys a lot of time to catch up on some of the older episodes, episodes that you might have not had time for. So mm-hmm. we're grateful for that. We're grateful for each and every single one of you. And we hope that we're actually inspiring you and bringing the message to those closest to you so that they can find the motivation to actually pick themselves up and live their best life. So with that being said, Leon, I think it's time for us to head straight into the content for today. Mm-hmm. And I think we've got a very, very interesting one. The last episode that we did, we had a brilliant guest on the show, Mr. Bob oh, Doyle, yes. who shared so much so 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 much that could really impact the way that we think about ourselves and how Mm -hmm. we think about the past and how we start realizing that the past does play a big role on the way that we pursue our opportunities in life as it stands at this moment and how can we go about changing that today Mm -hmm. is a slight bit different right but keeping on the same trend 
of learning, right? What we mm. want to touch on today is how can we unlearn certain behaviors, certain things that we that we're doing in our day to day that we might yeah. not be realizing. Yeah, it's a pretty good idea, and I think it's a fresh angle on the concept as well as to kind of unlearn bad behaviors or maybe bad habits that's mm. perhaps even unknowingly there maybe us just mentioning it now will make you realize that you are doing it and that you not supposed to do it in a certain way necessarily and that there could mm. be adverse effects and that there could be reasoning behind doing it in a potentially better way so i think we've left the cliffhanger hanging in the air for long <laughs> enough uh Marnie, yeah. take us in what are we talking about yeah so today we're going to be talking about unlearning and in particular we're going to be focusing on distractions mm. and distractions I think come in all ways, shapes and forms. And there are distractions that we have mentioned in the past that we can control, picking your distractions, right? So that it aligns with your goals. But what about those distractions? I think it's very it's very idealistic to say, you know what, this is an unhealthy habit. Stop doing mm -hmm. it. Let's mm -hmm. all get ourselves, you know, put ourselves back in place and let's just keep going and keep chasing these goals. It's very idealistic, right? So mm -hmm. what what if we change our perspective around this? We all know that there are things in life that are extremely uncomfortable, feelings that we're bottling up, right? You know exactly what I'm talking yes. about. If it's yeah. work stress, if it's family stress, if it's relationship stress, if it's losing a loved one, whatever the case is, there's so many things that we deal with that we carry along with us. I call it baggage. I think a lot of people do, right? Baggage that we carry with us. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. And what we tend to do is we don't face those things mm. because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And so we pick these distractions to distract us from dealing with those feelings. So that's what we're going to be covering here today. Is if you know that you're sitting with a lot of emotions, feelings, uncomfortable feelings that you don't want to necessarily face, what impact will that have on your life? And how can you start addressing those things in a healthy and an effective manner? Yeah, I think it's super interesting. Um, I think coming, sometimes it works to, like you say, flip the script and mm. almost instead of working on specific things, start unlearning the things that are keeping you away from what's important. So exactly. focus yeah. on the things that you're not doing right and get those out the way. Then maybe the ones that you are already doing okay will get yeah. more space to shine, right? So as you mentioned, a lot of us have bottled up things and feelings and uh, past things or broken relationships or whatever it is that you might be having in your past that's weighing you down on a daily basis. And like you said, a lot of people tend to just kind of weigh it to the side. Or like mm -hmm. you said, also distract. Mm -hmm. Keep yourself occupied. Keep yourself busy. We see nowadays, I think it's literally, I think they call it the information era. I don't know if I heard that somewhere, but it's an information absolute overload era. Yeah. Uh, we can sit, I can sit, and I've maybe this is a bad habit I need to look into. I've got four screens in front of me. I think you've got like 10 <laughs> and yeah. on every single screen at any point in time, there's something happening that's worth distracting me. It, it's got something that I need to pop into, pivot out of, come into, listen to, view, whatever. And we're constantly doing that. If you're not doing that, you've got your screen in your hand, you've got your phone, you've got music, you've got people, you've got parties, you've got all these things that you implement as 
crutches and coping mechanisms in order to stay okay. away from sometimes the necessary reality that's hiding underneath yeah, everything. It's almost like doing your taxes, right? We all know we need to do them, but we just <laughs> don't exactly want to do like them, that. right? So I absolutely hate that. But you're so right. I think the word that you use there, crutches or coping mechanisms, is, is so powerful because that is exactly mm. what it is. I know that with in my personal life, I do carry a lot of stuff with me. And, you know, sometimes you know that you're carrying those things with you, but you just avoid them. You kind of just don't think yeah. about them. And if they pop up front of, front of mind again, you just push mm. them way back down. You're like, just not now. I, I don't have the energy to deal with you right now. Yeah. But then exactly. you get to a point where, I don't know, you find yourself paralyzed in front of the TV for like an entire weekend, not leaving the couch, not leaving the bed or anything, right? Mm. And you start looking inward and you start, you're looking at yourself and, and just beating yourself up so much for being mm -hmm. this utter failure. But you're never doing root cause analysis because that's what we're saying, right? Is let's do some introspection. Let's not beat ourselves up for the things that we do, how much we drink, how much we try and forget, how much we go out and party, how much we try and distract ourselves with all of these, these social media accounts and, and YouTube and Netflix and all of those things distracting us, taking us out of this reality. But let's look inward and let's find out why is it that I'm obsessing so much over the, the latest season of Grey's Anatomy that's probably still going by now, right? Why is it that I'm getting so obsessed with it and that I, that I fall into this trap over and over again? What am I avoiding? And that's what we're saying, right? Is that I know in my life, I've distracted myself a lot of times. And especially, let's talk about work stress, right? When it comes to work stress, I think we all have work stress. I think it fluctuates, it comes and it goes in waves, but when it hits you with a massive wave, I don't know about you, but I can sit on that couch and I just don't want to think about anything. I don't want to deal with anyone. I don't want to talk to my friends, talk to my family. I just want to binge out on TV series, have a drink in the hand, you know, and that's exactly. just the unfortunate crutch that you build up for yourself to deal, to cope with work stress because you only have a limited amount of time before the next day starts. Exactly. And work is a tough one as well, because that's something yeah. that you have to kind of face every day whether you yeah. like it or not mm -hmm. so unlike maybe things that happened in your past you can kind of keep it there in its little place and put it in a box and a bow and leave it work is something that i'm and, and i agree with you i do exactly the same thing i constantly if it's going bad at work or whatever sum things up I'm, I'm constantly looking for ways to get away from my reality and you're quite right liquor is one of them it's one of the unfortunately developed stuff that easily takes you off of your reality right um when consumed in the way that you shouldn't and mm. for others it might be harder drugs you know um for, it, it all really depends but it's difficult to get away from the problem the the big thing and the point that we're trying to probably get across here is to probably not run away from it but find yeah. a way to deal with it and to work through the problem and We'll talk about it later on in this uh, towards the end on how you do that um, because I think all of this is very, very unusable if there's no way of knowing what to do with those emotions. Exactly. Apart yeah. from just work stuff, there's also heartache stuff or more personal things. Maybe loss of yeah. a loved one or loss of a relationship or a friend or maybe a fight that you had when you were younger. I mean, we had an episode about this prior mm -hmm. as well. So, you know, things that are bugging you unresolved things in your past that's bugging you that's yeah. weighing you down it's not mm. healthy and the experts actually showed a lot of evidence so far 
to suggest that it's physically not even healthy to mm. keep these things occupying space in your head. But then when they come to the front, you almost voluntarily suppress them knowingly. Yeah. And you yeah. do it by force and by any means possible, right? And that is quite self-destructive because if you look at the concept of neuroscience, it actually suggests that the more emotions and conflicts a person is experiencing, the more anxiety they will feel. And mm. at the end of the day, that's you know due in part because of the vagus nerve. They call it the yeah. vagus nerve. It's a part of the emotional center inside the brain, right? And this responds to certain types of emotional triggers, etc. And it sends signals to your heart, your lungs, your intestines, etc. So mm. it's a physical uh, embodiment of those emotions at this point in time. So not alone, not only are you fighting a mental battle, it can yeah. become a physical manifestation of illness or feeling bad in your gut or yeah. having heart palpitations or having breathing type of problems and things like that, yeah. which I thought was super interesting. I kind of knew it, but I only came across this article now. So it in part is unhealthy to actually just keep these things at the back of your mind and not deal with it. It makes so much sense. I think one of the things that you mentioned earlier on, and that's sort of what my mind goes back to when you say that it has physical effects on you as well, is that we carry and we bottle these things up. We carry them with us everywhere we go. And you mentioned you touched on relationships that perhaps didn't work out in the past and everything. You know, we've all gone through a breakup yeah. here and there. I doubt that anyone has been so lucky that they've never, ever been broken up with or had to break up with someone. So I think we mm. all have gone through that. And we all know what, what like the, the feelings that you have to deal with, right? And so when you go through that, I feel that a lot of that stuff one wants to suppress. You don't necessarily want to deal with that, right? So what do you do? You go out to your club, you meet up with people, you drink until one day it just gets better. And then you think that you've dealt with a lot of those things, right? Same mm -hmm. thing goes for childhood trauma and everything that you mentioned there as well, is that you carry those things with you. And you, t you talked about emotional triggers. Now, there mm. might be, it might feel to you that you've dealt with this a long time ago and you're not even thinking about it anymore, but you've fallen mm. into this trap of using these crutches over and over again, whether it's, you know, binging out on TVs, whether it's addiction or you know, to alcohol or drugs or something like mm -hmm. that. You, you created a crutch for yourself. You're carrying that crutch with you and it just became part of who you are now. And you don't ever go back and step back and say, why am I doing this? You know, what mm -hmm. is the, the core underlying reason that I fell into this? And let's maybe go talk to a professional. Let's maybe start dealing with these things in a more healthy way as opposed mm -hmm. to me just not thinking about it. If that means that you need to go and sit down and meditate on this issue and try and like reprogram yourself. We spoke a lot about rewiring your brain in the previous episode as well. If you're interested, go listen to Bob Doyle's interview. Absolutely astonishing. Yeah. But it really touches on how can you retrain yourself in the sense and how can we unlearn all of these distractions that we rely mm. on so heavily? I know as an example, when I went through a breakup, like I've gone through a, a, a couple of breakups, like really bad ones. I've gone through a lot of breakups, you know, as a kid and stuff, you know, but it's, it's not as hectic as, you know, the adult kind of, you know, relationships that we formed, romantic relationships not working out. And so what I did by the time that I got through the third or the fifth or the sixth breakup, 
I just knew what to expect. So what did mm. I do? In, as opposed to forming a crush, don't don't get me wrong, I did rely on a lot of other distractions that was extremely unhealthy for me. But I got to a point where I realized, you know what? Point is, it's not going to change. I have to go through this. I need to process these emotions or mm. else I'll never be able to move on. So what did I do? I forced myself into feeling those emotions. I could have relied on friends and family. And so I went into self-isolation for probably a year two years mm -hmm. i started working on myself again i started really going to the gym really just focusing on myself again just to clear my mind and to process those emotions if i felt sad i felt sad and i allowed myself to feel those feelings mm -hmm. because i knew that if i had to suppress it i'm going to bring that into the next relationship i'm going to bring that into maybe my marriage one day and i needed to deal with that stuff at that point in time. So that is like a very, very basic example of how you can start processing a lot of these emotions as well. And I, I think one of the other interesting points that you also mentioned is losing a loved one now. Leon, I mm. can't help but to think of you because you have experienced mm. this firsthand. Are you comfortable to talk about this first and yeah, foremost sure, before sure, we even go? Of course. What do you go through? Because I've never lost anyone close to mm, me mm. Um, to that extent. So I didn't have to process a lot of those emotions. But I can imagine it's very difficult. Yeah, it's hard. Um, yeah, so I lost my sister, um, very unfortunately, due to yeah. um, cancer. I think a lot of people can sympathize and empathize out there. And it's one of the tougher types of dealings you know things that you need to deal with things that you know has now struck and come across your life and it will change you forever but mm. you have to carry on so what i did in the initial phase is exactly what we're preaching not to do here is mm. i put it so far in the back of my head that i would almost avoid anything that relates to that person coming up in my life i would i would start avoiding the people that were surrounding my sister even though there was nothing that happened between us that would have you know wrecked our relationships into interpersonal relationships with one another i started avoiding those people i would never bring it up i would never want to talk about it with my loved ones with my wife with no one and that caused me to at one stage i started feeling this immense immense unexplicable sadness within almost like a very very strong super acute depression and i didn't mm. know where it was coming from and i spoke to my dad one day and he expressed to me that he does the same with mm. regards to her death and that's when we both realized we feel exactly the same and we are doing exactly the same things. And this is definitely boiled to a point where there's so much unresolved things. And there's just so many tears that, are, that have been backed up mm. and swollen up that was never shed. So mm. what I started doing is I started talking about it. When I started talking about it, all emotions just started flooding out. I did it with a person I can trust, my mm. wife. And in a very safe environment, in a very, let's say, humbling and, and, and calm environment. And I would be the guy in the relationship. So you don't feel comfortable crying. You don't feel comfortable seeing, having someone see you that vulnerable. Mm. And my wife, and this is where it comes into what we want to talk about later a little bit with regards to the tips as well. My wife was so supportive. And she said, don't hold back let it all out and yeah. that has become 
the way after a long period of time look at always gonna it's always gonna hurt but yeah. what i'm saying is when you feel the hurt go to another room take yourself out of your situation where that's distracting you from this feeling and go and feel those emotions if it means you need to shout you shout if you want to cry you cry if you want to punch a wall punch so that you don't break anything but do that you know get the anger the frustration the sadness the questioning out of you if that mm. still doesn't work seek therapy you know seek yeah. professional help for me it was well well and good enough to have a good support structure surrounding me that would allow me to feel the feelings and mm. for me to then at certain points in time express those feelings and that's pretty much wow. been the way for me to cope with it and yeah. not put it behind me, but to walk walk with it yeah. and be okay with it. Being it's powerful, there. powerful stuff, Leon. And I can't even imagine. I know I've dealt with a couple of friends, close friends, family mm. um, who have lost someone and it, it's never easy. It's never, you're not just going to forget about it. You're not just going to move on. It's always going to come up. So mm. I think for me, it's just so amazing hearing that you know you need to play into those emotions you need to allow yourself to feel those feelings because it's going to start impacting you in the future as well and that yeah. i think goes for everything that we've just covered right so you yeah. know when we're talking about not dealing with stress not dealing with work stress or family stress or your past relationships that your things that you're still carrying with you those things can impact your physical health and they can have a, a negative impact on that Especially when we're talking of lack of sleep, when we're talking about oh, you know yeah. cardiovascular yeah. and and everything that that the unhealthiness of the habits that you start picking up, the crutches that you start using, mm. that could have mm. a physical impact on you personally. It can also have a very very large impact on those people closest to you because you're not well enough to deal with your own emotions and you haven't confronted that. So how are you strong enough to actually help them carry them along with you on this journey through life as well? So absolutely interesting. Leanne, I think we need to get to the crucial part of this show. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, it, there's no point in us just giving this information out and just talking through this topic if we don't have at least a couple of guidelines, things that you've gone through, things that I've gone through, mm -hmm. and things that we've come across in research when it comes to dealing with this issue going forward, right? So let's head over to the real life tips. <laughs> Oh, I, I brought today. a new little sound in there. If you if if you if you're a Pretty regular cool. listener, I mixed it up, man. <laughs> yeah, Leon. So today has been quite a serious topic, actually. Yeah, when is. you think about it, we we cut yeah. really deep. I know, um, but that's that's the beauty of you know bringing in some of these heavy topics from time to time. Mm -hmm. We need to address these things, as uncomfortable as it makes us feel. We need to address them, and exactly. it aligns perfectly with the title for today, anyways. But we've unpacked quite a lot, right? We've unpacked that we are prone to distractions, right? We pick our mm, own distractions. Mm. Sometimes it's not as simple as just saying, look, I'm going to pick my distractions so that it can align with my goals. If you can do that, absolutely. But what about those distractions that are unwillingly or, you know, they go unnoticed within your life? Things that yeah. have just become part of your routine, your habits that you've formed. What is the underlying root cause? Doing some introspection saying, let's not beat ourselves up over being a bad person over these habits, these crutches that I have. But let's rather look at it and ask ourselves, why do I have these crutches? When did it start? Let's address the mm. root cause. Let's deal with those feelings. We need to understand that life throws us a lot of bad things 
And it's part of life. It's the beauty of life. It's what Mr. Bob Doyle said in our last episode as well that really stuck and really hit home for me is that that is all. The good, the bad emotions, everything. That's all. The breakups, the heartache, the tears. It's all supposed to be there, right? It's part of life. It's part of this experience that we're living, right? So Mm -hmm. now that we've unpacked all of that, Leon, looking at loved ones and what you go through and all that, what is your one real life tip or two tips for this week? And how can we go about applying that to our lives so that we can start addressing these root causes? Yeah. So this is not this is not going to be like a bullet point tip that we can quickly just summarize. <laughs> it's more of a bit of a talk, right? So I found what works a lot for me, at least, is to, if you've got a life partner, if you've got a best friend, if you've got a life coach or a mentor or a dad or a parent or something, have sort of see that person as a caregiver almost of your emotions and your emotional state. And there's a few things that you want to recognize within that person. The first thing is that you want to make sure that you can frequently and openly talk about feelings, all right? Not Mm. a lot of people enjoy talking about feelings, the word feelings. (laughs) It makes me uncomfortable just saying it on this show. Uh, But there has to be someone in your life that you can share your feelings with. You need to Mm. return that favor to that person and encourage to share how those things make them feel, right? Mm-hmm. The positive, the negative, between the two of you, find a way to normalize those things so that they should yeah. exist. They should be mm-hmm. there. But sometimes, and, and, and just talking about it to someone is already super vindicating. It already yeah. makes you feel like you're no longer carrying the burden on your own. Never judge, never criticize in these discussions because mm-hmm. a lot of these things that we sometimes feel are very irrational and sometimes stupid even yes there's yes. no reasoning behind it there's no rationale mm-hmm. for it if someone comes to you with that or if you are someone that wants to help someone don't judge don't criticize don't talk down to it don't go to a person that just lost a loved one and say heaven has got another angel you know don't do that mm-hmm. level of helping help mm-hmm. them by sitting with them in their quiet in their tears rubbing their back and saying everyone loves you we love you that's all like that's enough that's what you want to do the last part to this and it folds into so again this is a very loaded uh tip Mm. is if there's something that you can change change Mm it make sure that those things that you can't change you find a way to accept all right talk talk to someone about them so that you can get opinions or feedback of some sort but then if it's an unfixable thing or cannot be resolved find a way to accept it find an outlet i think that's the last thing i'll mention find a way to get the things holding you back out of your system whether Mm -hmm. it's exercising meditation gratitude times spending time with your family whatever Mm -hmm. it is we're not talking about distractions now like we said earlier we're talking about intentional things where you can go and out let those things out of you think about them while you're exercising and get them out of you if you need to punch a bag while thinking about (laughs) the last bad breakup then do that it's a way to get those things out of you and i think by combining this tip uh you will probably find peace with a lot of those things. that is beautiful dude wow um i don't know how i'm gonna top that but a lot of that, you know, really hit home, Leon. I think that there's, 
I'm I'm a person I love to talk about my feelings, you know. So I'm the opposite of who you are. In fact, yeah. I, I go about talking about my feelings so I much that it actually about makes Marlene me within five minutes of um, is something being going wrong. Yeah, to exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So something, yeah. I, I just I cannot hold those things in, and that's probably going to be my downfall at some point. But to me, it makes me feel a lot better about myself most of the time, and other times I feel a lot worse afterwards because then I'm like, oh, I should have just kept quiet. I should have just left this out because it's so irrational it doesn't even make sense you know um, but you're absolutely right finding someone in your life that you can share that with with that's going to listen with no judgment with just support and for you to be that person as well really mm. really hit home uh, i love the fact that you also said you know let's let's find an outlet you know you get these for me it's music you're writing your feelings yeah. down playing it in a song that's or a something even even if you don't see yourself as a songwriter or a poet or something like that but that's a way for you to get those emotions out right it's a way mm. for you to address it if you need to go go into i don't know we don't have it here but like break rooms where you smash stuff up then that's mm. fine you're dealing with your anger listen to heavy heavy metal music that helps it really helps calm you down <laughs> but yeah Leon, really there's no way that i can top your tip but i do have two quick ones right so in terms mm -hmm. of dealing with work stress what i've found has worked for me is work stress typically starts for me and i think for a lot of people when there's a lot of uncertainty there's a lot of stuff on your plate you don't really know where to grab and where to start and how to stay on top of everything right mm -hmm. but so what you do is you just try and shut down you try and forget about all those things the opposite could actually be the solution in this case right so what i feel unsure about anything i go and i double and i triple check myself i spend the additional hours so that i make sure that i understand what's going on in my job because it's the uncertainty that makes me uncomfortable it's the uncertainty mm. that stresses me out not knowing how to prioritize my tasks not knowing how my project is going to pan out right not knowing what's happening in the back end of my mm. project or something like that so i'll deep dive into that take one day one night out of the week really just get up to scratch with what is going on what just happened in your day because if your job is anything like ours you know that things just come your way a lot of things yeah. demand your attention you just have to give your attention you don't necessarily always have the control to say no i can i only have time to do this because this it's very demanding right so really just sitting down and saying if there's uncertainty let me spend the extra hour let me spend the extra two hours not responding to emails not reading mm. emails but really just processing what happened throughout your day and reprioritizing and planning your next day when you're prepared you get confidence and when you get confidence the stress goes away because you feel like you're in control of that situation so that's my awesome. one tip yeah. <laughs> my second tip is we haven't touched on this, but abuse. If you're dealing with abuse or childhood trauma and things, there's a great episode that we did in season one with a guest on the show called Professor Cornet Davis, where we talked all about how your childhood mm. traumas could impact you in your adult life and could actually lead to you becoming a perpetrator or you becoming a victim once again because of the mentality and the things that have gone down in your life the things that you've suppressed mm, over a long period of time you. so yeah. if that if, if that resonates if you are dealing with something like this or you have someone that's dealing with this go back and listen to episode 41 episode 41 professor Cornet davis and where we talk about facing domestic and gender-based violence 
um, during the pandemic, it really is a great episode to go and listen to. But that is mm. it. That's that's all the tips we have for you for good. this week. <laughs> Leon, I think it's been an absolute great episode. We haven't touched yeah. on a lot of things that we wanted to touch on, but that is time. I think that we got to the core of everything here. Yeah. There's so much clarity, so. even though I haven't lost a loved one very, very close to me. Mm. I think we've never had this chat to this point where mm. you know, I could understand what you went through and how you felt and how you coped with it. So that really shared a lot of light. Yeah. Thank you Thanks. so much. It's a pleasure. And again, I want to also emphasize, I want I want to just end off by saying everyone's feelings are as big in their life as they perceive them to be. So there's no degree of sadness. There's no degree of how bad you should feel for specific things. Your issues mm. are your issues. How big they are to you is a personal choice. So never think someone has a bigger issue than you or you have got bigger issues than them or whatever. Issues are yeah. issues. They need to get dealt with. And hopefully through the steps we just gave, you'll get closer to finding some peace with some of those things. Absolutely. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to share it with those closest to you. But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Everything that you need mm. to know in terms of distracting yourself from the hard feelings that we don't ever want to deal with and how can we start addressing yes. that today. That is all that we have time for for this week. We look forward to seeing you guys on the very next episode next week. Until then, this is me signing off, Mono. This is me signing off, Leon. Don't have time for a long outro. Cheers, bye. <laughs>